Welcome to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation Dogs by Nature. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic with you getting ready for Lucky Week 13 and the Browns headed to Nashville, Tennessee to take on the Titans. That one coming from Tim McGraw, Matt, Nashville without you. I looked like, I tried to remember the Titans songs. It was just like musical. So I looked up Nashville. So that's the best I could do. That's the best I could do, folks. Not bad. Yeah, country music in Nashville, they're kind of like, you know, tied together yeah. at the hip, and that's how it's always going to be. So right? I think you did fine with your musical selection, my friend. Not bad. Not bad, Tim McGrath. And the funny thing is, Matt, like this was supposed to be a a group road trip for all of us, for uh, your extended family, our Browns extended family, you know, all headed to Nashville this year to see this Browns-Titans game before, you know, the whole global pandemic thing shut the borders and didn't allow fans in but so it's kind of a bittersweet game because this was supposed to be a, a cool time uh heading on down to, to nashville yeah unfortunately uh fate conspired against this trip but uh who knows maybe next time they go down to nashville we'll we'll all be able to get together again um i football aside man i just miss seeing my family up in toronto yeah, man same you guys are, are good people miss you Oh, same, buddy. Same, 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 same. Absolutely. Well, hopefully we get this uh, vaccine stuff going and get some normalcy back, borders back open and all that good stuff. But until then, we will have to virtually enjoy the Browns being eight and three. And you can get us on Twitter at AndyMC81 at Matt Flerjancic going into Tennessee, taking on the also eight and three Titans. Uh, Titans are five and a half point favorites over under is set at 53 points weather matt looks pretty good for you know december uh, 48 degrees fahrenheit and looks like it's going to be sunny partly cloudy so not not too bad hey man you can't ask for much better than that after the last couple of weeks that they've Ooh. had at home yeah getting some good weather is uh is a welcome sight for sure no problem yeah yeah absolutely no doubt now this is a uh, really matt the the browns toughest opponent toughest test since I'm just looking at the schedule, probably the Steelers in week six, right? As far as quality of opponent. Yeah, this is, yeah, no doubt. This is a good team. I, I know Kaderil Hodge doesn't think so, but oh. then he pulls up lame in practice. So that that was kind of bulletin board material. You mm-hmm. don't need to get uh, – the, the fourth wide receiver on your team should never be talking <laughs> smack about your right. opponent. Right. <laughs> Kaderil, just go, go block, bud. Come on. Okay, shut it. Okay, so he's out. Uh, let's get to the injury report, actually. And uh, nothing new really coming up on Saturday. So we have, as far as guys who are out, Kadero Hodge for sure. Taiwan Taylor, he was activated. So, you know, we hope he's well, but who cares? He's out. Um, Denzel Ward, as we expected, still out. But Taki Taki, Matt, the MVP from two weeks ago. Sione Taki Taki linebacker is returning. And that's probably more exciting than I, I bet we all would have thought if we would have mentioned that at the beginning of the year. Uh, Miles Garrett, of course, big news. He's back and Miles Garrett, Matt saying too, he's like, look, I'm not here to make a cameo. I'm not here to, you know, just sort of, just sort of be here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make an impact or at least that's his plan. I love hearing that, man. That is a guy that you need to get in a mindset where he's ready to go. It, it's one thing to be physically ready, but when Miles is mentally checked mm-hmm. in on doing something, Lord help you if you're standing in his way. 
Oh, and man. I loved hearing what he had to say yesterday. It was it was perfect. Uh, why, uh, let's see, Wyatt Teller, p- full participant, still nursing the calf, but he's good. Let's see, questionable. Um, yeah, we look pretty good outside of outside. There's some backups. There's Taylor, uh, defensive tackle, questionable. Just sort of rotation guys for the Titans. I'm looking nothing too serious of note as far as guys missing there. So should be pretty healthy. But Matt, this whole game is being touted as the heavyweight battle, heavyweight showdown between running backs. You have Derrick Henry versus Nick Chubb slash Kareem Hunt. That's really what everybody is uh, is coming for, the main event. Everything else just seems to be, you know, just, just the undercard. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a perfect way to describe it. It is like a heavyweight fight. You're getting three guys in there that are all Pro Bowl caliber, all have been to the Pro Bowl, damn near have all led the NFL in rushing. Um, Nick Chubb just missing it last year, but Kareem led the team, the NFL in rushing as a rookie. Derek led the NFL in rushing last year. Is already um, back in front this year. So, yeah, I mean, you talk about a heavyweight fight. The, the game might be done at like 2:45, but <laughs> it'll be entertaining nonetheless. Yeah. Well. well. And the thing is, Matt, now it comes down to really the defensive side because the Browns have retaken number one overall team rushing lead. The Titans sit at third. You got uh, Henry as the leading rusher in the NFL himself. Also should say Andy Janovich, fullback. We shouldn't underrate that. He is back also from the COVID-19 reserve list. And we saw how much they missed him to get that lead push uh, for Chubb and Hunt. So really, it's going to come down to defenses. And Matt, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm a little scared about what Derrick Henry is going to do to our linebackers. Like if, if he breaks through that first layer, that D-line, that could get a little ugly. Yeah, it could. But um, let's hope the addition of Miles Garrett uh, can kind of stem that tide a little bit. Well, and, and the thing is going to be how is Derrick Henry utilized? Is it now he's mainly, you know, he can go through you. He can go, go around you. Miles um, Garrett and hopefully Olivier Vernon gets his play back up to the level. It was a couple weeks ago can pin the edges, uh, but it's, it's sort of that breakthrough. And then yeah, is it a smash mouth? And I, I would also think Matt, and this is going to be the interesting part to me is both teams know that the other side is going to run. Uh, both offenses know the other defenses are going to probably look to stack the box. So how does the passing game get incorporated here, right? Like everybody's going to be selling out to stop the run and and really try to force the other quarterback to have to throw to maybe beat you. And funny enough, this game might come down to who's playing better at quarterback. Right. And you get a matchup of Ryan Tannehill and Baker Mayfield, which on paper doesn't sound like the best. It's not Tom Brady, Peyton Manning from 10 years ago. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it will probably come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes and who can protect the ball. We've seen Baker do a much better job of protecting the ball over the last month. He did lose a fumble, but yeah. no interceptions. Uh, probably the longest stretch of his NFL career that I can remember without uh, a pick. So Definitely. If he can hold on to the ball and maintain possession and the Browns can kind of wear down the clock a little bit, you know, I think they'll be okay. But it would help immensely if that defense can find a way to force some turnovers from 
Ryan Tannehill. If they can do that, then I like the Browns' chances. If they don't, it's a 50-50 toss-up who wins the game. Well, and Matt, Ryan Tannehill, very quietly, check out these numbers, okay? So since he took over week three of the 2019 season for Marcus Mariota, he has a 45-9 to touchdown-to-interception ratio. Unreal. Like, under the radar, this dude has been incredible. And a large part, of course, of that is that teams have to sell out to to stop the run and and much like the Browns you you take advantage of that off of play action but a 45 to 9 TD to interception ratio it's a case where when Tannehill has to throw the ball he doesn't make many mistakes yeah that's the thing you have to force him into the mistakes yeah um if you're not able to do that bad things are going to happen if you can find a way to get him off balance get him confused with coverage and pass rush and whatnot, then you're in a much better spot to attack and enforce those turnovers. Right, right. And and for the Browns, too, we should also mention um, Ronnie Harrison put on the IR, so he's going to be out at least three weeks. Browns picking up some extra uh, safety off of uh, waivers, and I don't think they'll be available to play this week, but it's it's depth. So it's, boy, it's razor thin, Matt, right? So it's it's something where... If you're the Browns and you're on defense, you got to hopefully take the standpoint of let's let's score first. Hopefully they score first and can try to dictate that way because otherwise we know how this plays out. And this is how Tennessee's gotten their eight wins. They, they score early and then they just grind you down with Derrick Henry and, you know, pass when you need to. Yeah, I, that's the formula and it's worked. I mean, hell, it got them from six and five last year to the AFC Championship game yep. and a 10-point lead on the eventual Super Bowl champion Chiefs. So they, they can put up points, and they can grind you out. I mean, they they smashed the Ravens last year in the playoffs when nobody was touching the Ravens. They went into Baltimore, and they beat them up physically. Mm-hmm. They just handled that their business, and they are extremely good at it. And for as much guff and grief that I give Vrabel for being a, a bit of a meathead sometimes – uh, you can tell his team takes on his personality of being tough, being physical, and getting right up into that edge where, you know, it, if you're a little bit more, you know, it could be too much, but they do a good job to contain themselves. Well, I find it interesting, too, with Vrabel, who you think of, of course, as being defensive-minded. Titans defense ranked 25th overall, and they've given up 30 or more points five times this season and are the worst third down unit they've allowed uh, first down conversions 52.6 percent of the time so while we watch the browns closely and are nervous the titans defense can be had as well and so now it's going to be up to uh, baker mayfield to make as they said during the week the easy throw make the obvious throw don't overthink it Uh, we've seen him just thread the needle with those difficult throws but hey if austin hooper's open get it to austin hooper if it's if it's a landry if it's a hollywood whatever get them the ball quick and effectively, because this defense on Tennessee can also be gashed and you can keep moving the chains. Yeah, that, that is a key point because we spend so much time talking about the offense and whatnot. There will be opportunities to make plays on this Tennessee defense. You just have to take advantage of them. And it comes down to Baker making the, the simple throws. He he threw some really good balls into tight square uh, windows last week against Jacksonville, and then there were times where he missed wide open. And 
they could have ended that game a lot earlier, but they didn't. So now you have to take advantage of those opportunities because they're going to be fewer against a better quality opponent, and you have to be ready and willing to execute when the defense gives you something. Yeah, uh, definitely. And, and both these teams, Matt, can score a lot of points and give up a lot of points. So I wonder how that's going to work out because they are essentially built so similarly. So this is going to be a very interesting matchup and a good litmus test to where this Browns team really is at. Because after this, you got the Ravens Monday night football, then the Giants, the Jets, and the Steelers. So with a chance to go to nine and three, Matt, like who would have thought? And you know what? Even if the Browns lose this one, everything is still in front of them. But we want that ninth win. I want it. Come on. Yeah, absolutely you want it. I mean, we all do. That would be fantastic. You tell me that they got their first win in season since 2007 and they're still in the driver's seat for one of the wild card spots. I I think Christmas is coming early for the Browns fans this year. Well, boy, you you see um, what this team has done. And I interviewed Derek Anderson, former Browns quarterback on my Sportsnet show up in uh, Toronto because um, he was the last Browns quarterback that led the team to a winning record in 2007. So it was great to chat with DA. Uh, and and this is this is a chance for something really special here. But we've seen in the past, Matt, Browns teams who, who have a chance, they falter. This just feels, and we've talked about it before, but this just feels different with Kevin Stefanski. And it seems like he is the guy that can keep this team on pace on schedule level-headed and I like to see even though coming out of the win in Jacksonville Baker Mayfield was self-critical the team is not happy and that's something we just haven't seen out of this franchise yeah no question about it this is this is not what we're used to with this team but it is it's very refreshing to see it it's it's beautiful um also gotta mention folks perfect holiday gift birthday whatever if you are a Cleveland fan, not just a sports fan, but a fan of the city, live there, now, elsewhere, whatever, like me, if you get yourself over to our buddies at clevelandlandmarkspress.com, um, the, the books, the variety that they have is awesome. And they're a, like, Matt, what I love about them, is they sort of represent the Cleveland mindset. They work hard. They're a small company. And what they do is they just want to earn enough money to make the next book. So they have like the history of the Higby building, which is incredible. Um, and the artwork, the pictures, if you can see some of them on the site, um, the, the artwork, the storytelling, history of East 4th. You got sort of the, the, the gangster mob angles of it. They have a, a, a couple of, of books in the series of the old Cleveland Municipal Stadium with photos and stories from there. The Bernie Kosar book, like there are a ton and it goes local by even community. Like you can really deep dive into it. So make sure you check them out. Clevelandlandmarkspress.com. Clevelandlandmarkspress.com. And buy the book off the website there. Take a peek. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. And you know me, Matt. If I can do anything to learn more about the, the city I love, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you are probably the unofficial mayor of Cleveland. <laughs> um, you love this city more so than much, most man. people I know who've been born and raised here. I love and it so much. I, I love it because I love this city. This is home for me and my family going back generations. And to, to see somebody embrace my hometown 
after so many years of people dumping on Cleveland uh, is a very welcome site. And it's reciprocated when we go up there, though. I will tell you that. Absolutely. My wife and I do love our visits to Pickering and Toronto. And I'll guarantee you not too many people have uh, Pickering too high on the list of tourist destinations, but uh, we appreciate it, buddy. We, we do. Um, That's so. <laughs> because they haven't gone to the restaurant that we normally go the to. Liverpool, right? The Liverpool If they house. went to that restaurant, there, there would be people, you know, <laughs> making a line out of the city limits to get to, get to that restaurant. It's not a bad, not a bad little spot. That's for sure. Uh, Matt, let's get to our game predictions here again. Tennessee five and a half point favorites. Over under set at fifty three. Browns and Titans both eighty three, eight and three. This one in Nashville. What's your score prediction? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. I think I'm going to go 21-17 Browns. Oh, all right. And the Browns get to 9-3. and three. Woo. Yes. How amazing would that be? Okay, so here's the thing. And like I always say, whenever I, I do pick against the Browns, I hope I am wrong. I want to have a victory Monday and be wrong. I feel this one gets higher scoring, and I think it's Tennessee 35-32 over the Browns. I think they hang around. I think they show out good, but in the end... The Titans offense just a little bit too much. Again, I want to be wrong. Hope I'm wrong. And this would still have the Browns covering that five and a half point spread. So uh, that's what I say there. Let us know what you think at AndyMC81 at Matt Fleur-Jancic. And Matt, let's hope, man. Let's hope we have another victory Monday. It would be our ninth victory show. So let's let's keep the good thought. Yeah, man, absolutely. I look forward to talking with you on Monday. Absolutely. All right, for Matt Florjancic, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns.